welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, Dean Clinton. We are here in the Valley of the Black Tower, and the Warriors of Light are about to invade it. The Warriors of Light are Sabrina playing Harper. That's me! And Nathan playing Reeton. Hey. And Saris playing Aiden. So I am not actually going to die today, apparently. <laughs> Yay! And Null is played by Connor. We did that thing where we did a little bit of homework, and it might actually save someone's life. Mm-hmm. They had just defeated Cindermaw, the Taiga Giant. Giantess, I should say. She was a sentinel with two rune slaves, and the team snuck in and did them dirty. Uh, they currently have Cindermaw wrapped up, bound, and gagged. But the team has yet to decide what to do. Ceres had been bleeding her strength from one of her blows. We didn't tie her up. It was literally she surrendered and we cut it there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> if we had taken the time to bind her, I would have bled out all of my strength. Yeah. Let's heal Ceres real quick. And we discovered that under bleed, that a simple curative spell of any type will solve even ability bleed damage. Or a DC 15 heal check. So I will go with cure serious wounds for 23. Thank you. Yay. All right. And that stops the bleed. It doesn't heal the damage to your strength. Oh, that's fine. It's just one damage. Okay. So you have Cinderma, uh currently held with a sword to her throat by Reeton, I'm assuming. Yeah. Saris is reeling from her wound. Harper's saving her. And Null, what would you like to do? Would like to spend one round casting Celestial Healing Greater on himself. And over the next 30 seconds, get 20 hit points back. Okay, you got it. Cool. So that begins to tick away. Uh, Cinderma is ready and willing to negotiate her release. Okay, so my my idea was that she would just we would have her leave and go west and just leave and just run away. That's what I would suggest she do. You don't want to find anything out about you know who she is and why she's here and what her job is or any other pertinent information like what I was expecting somebody smarter than me to ask those questions. Ah, maybe more charismatic. I'm more charismatic. I don't know if I'm smarter though. <laughs> Probably. I'm a barbarian. Well, I'll walk up to her, kind of clutching my side, you know, where her spear mm -hmm. kind of impaled me. Pierced your spleen. It was a good hit. Yeah, yeah it was, a, it was mm -hmm. a pretty good hit. Okay. So she's on her knees, and you don't even come up past her thighs. Fantastic. <laughs> While walking up, I would have sheathed my longbow and okay. drawn my rapier. I, I'd be dragging those up with me. And yep. let's get straight to the point. Why are all these giants gathering here? What is the easiest way in without them noticing? And maybe we'll consider letting you leave. We well, also need to know what they did with the uh, captive. Yes, yeah. that too. Thank you. Okay, so it sounds like you guys want to, as a general course, just change her attitude towards you through either diplomacy or intimidation. I don't think diplomacy is going to work because she's hostile you might just have to intimidate her to try to change her attitude. So what you want to do is not coerce, but influence their attitude. Mm. It's the same DC as before. And if I remember right, it was 28. Oof. 10 plus the target's hit dice of 15. So that's 25. Plus the target's wisdom modifier is plus three, 28. 
So intimidate check, which is a charisma based check, unless you have the strength modifier. There's a feat that allows you to do that. Could charming her work? Oh, absolutely. Okay, because I was thinking about that. You can do it. You are literally the only person here who can. (laughs) (laughs) We're going for charm person. I think she just has to make a saving throw. I believe it would be a will save, right? Yeah. Ah, you cast your charm upon her. Look at charm. Charm is a enchantment spell. She looks at you as you can feel the magic wash right over her. She goes in a very huge booming voice. Your charm magics have no effect on me, little one. What? Why not? The one time you want to try and she's immune. (laughs) (laughs) That'll teach me. We tried good warriors of light. Now we need to do intimidating warriors of light. Right. That's the next step. I was going to say, that's not Harper. And the party looks at the bugbear. I I have a three intimidate. (laughs) Who has the highest intimidate? Not me. Well, mine is negative two. (laughs) You're actually kind of cute. (laughs) I I just have a zero. I'm a halfling bard. Okay, so impossible is what you're saying. Sounds like. Yes. Yes, it is. Unless we could take a 20, which I happen to know you can't do. Yeah. Nope. It's not going to be likely for us. So, sorry, Cinderbach. We're not going to get much information. You try figure it out and you fail. Yep. So she, after a minute or so of, of trying to intimidate, you can see the look of disdain on her face. And she just laughs at you. Come on, guys, let's try and make her a friend. And she just laughs at us. I murdered a group of dwarves before I came to be allied with this new tribe. You think that I'm going to listen to any of what you little ones have to say? Ha! Rage, reckless abandon, plus four levels. <laughs> Power attack. Power attack. Yeah, Giant okay. slayer. Wait, hold up. Roll me some initiative, because I want to try and beat you to it. <laughs> oh, man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's a nice 20-year-old there. I got a 16, and Sarah says a 24. The yeah. natural 20. So, all right. Oh, hold on. She gets to roll as well. Whoa. Uh-oh. You look at each other. You go, you first. No, me, I'm first. And then that's enough. But she's still slow at a four. Well, yep. that sounds like she's flat-footed. Yeah, that's correct. Stab, 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 right. stab, stab, stab. 27 to hit. I believe that's a hit. All right. 23 damage, 10 plus 13 stink attack. Okay, she's at negative 21. Let's see if she, that kills her. Con of 22. She's still somehow alive. Well, then offhanded strike goes for the throat. 27 to hit. Well, you hit, and that kills her. You can do more than one point, right? Uh, yeah, it's 18 damage. All right, the murder of this Taiga Giant has oh, been committed. Oh, come on. She knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. Well, she wasn't okay. going to give us information, so let's drag her body into this freaking temple thing and... Oh, okay. She weighs more than 10,000 pounds. Can you drag that much? No. Oh, no. Actually, I, I do find it kind of funny. What would reduced person do to a body? <laughs> it would reduce it by the same that a reduced person would normally do. I would imagine. Yeah. I can actually drag while raging 4,000 pounds. I mean, if we wanted to hide the body, is what I'm saying, we would have to reduce person. Right. Is there anyone else strong enough to help you? I don't think so. Can the four of you add up enough weight to drag her? 
Alright, so I can drag 750 pounds. Yeah, 431 from Uller. No. Or, I'm sorry, Null. And then I, I expect Harper is 8. 8 whole pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably something like that. If we did reduce person... I think they're an eighth smaller or something. Yeah. Yes, I think that's one by one eighth. I thought, no, I think it's more than one eighth. Hey, I know a good way to solve this. Reduce person. God, I love the internet. Can you imagine having to look this up in like books? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that would suck. The spell causes the instant diminution of a humanoid creature having its length and width and dividing its weight by eight. Yeah, so it should be 1250. Then I could do that without raging. Right. I can reduce a person. That'll work. Yeah, I was just thinking we might want to hide the dead body. Hold on, hold on. Can you reduce person on a dead person? Does it say creature? Uh, I don't think that's a person anymore. What is the target? One humanoid creature. Yeah, creatures are defined as being living. Oh. I'm pretty sure once you're geeked, you're not a legal target for stuff like that anymore. I don't think so either. I think she's now an object because the living force is what makes a creature a creature. Can we loot her body? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> she has a tree trunk with a spear attached to the top of it. <laughs> we already found that out. It's just a... A church spire, I should say. Yeah. And um, hide armor. Mundane hide armor. Anything else? Nothing? No magical potions? Or nothing. Weird. Nope. Weird. With magical detection, you discover nothing special about her. Is it worth even adding that to the loot list? Because I don't think we can carry either of those. Um, yeah. A large spear that's eight times eight, 64 times the size of a normal spear. All right. So we need to get out of this situation, like where we're at. It's early in the morning. The wind is blowing strongly. Yes. So I'm thinking we didn't get much information out of her for some reason. Not sure why, but. We're not built with a face. Uh, I'm thinking. Just don't know. I'm why. thinking the best way to go about that the the DM is pointing us to is those caves to the south. Or did we want to go around the northern? Do you mean we want to fight a dragon? Is that what you're saying? I want to fight a dragon. Oh no. Do we want to fight a dragon? I mean, we could probably avoid Camp A2B. Yeah, I was thinking we could go all the way down, avoid A2B and A2A, and then try to go up to like go to either other side or climb partway over to those caves unless you want to go fight a dragon I do want to fight a dragon to be honest with you. I was going to say you keep asking yeah. the answer is yeah yes. <laughs> Fine. I'd rather get the drop on the dragon than have the dragon get the drop on us actually that's not a horrible idea take out the dragon first strategically at least so is it a go then? Are we dragon slaying? We're going to go fight a dragon, apparently. Apparently so. So you've decided to go for the dragon. The only way to get to the dragon right now is to go to the north, past the giant camps, into the plains beyond, back around, and the, this area over here is where you get closest. And that's when you'll need to sneak by. But we can comfortably avoid Camp A2D? Yes. All right. You figure as fast as you can travel... That might be, uh, it may take you two hours to get there. Well, let's get to a point where we could see A2E. We'll get a plan once we can scout ahead and see what it is we're dealing with, actually. And then I think Reeton had his hand up. I was going to ask how many boops we have with invisibility. Invisibility, we still have 35. Yeah, we'll just boop ourselves and walk by the camp, right? You go boop like yourself. the best way to do <laughs> Go boop yourself. <laughs> you you boop me. You boop me, Harper. Okay. Is that the plan? It's my plan, yes. I like that plan. 
Well, wait, okay, remember, you guys do have Dragon mm-hmm. Bane arrows. I have five, I think. Okay, so you all sneak around, and as you get within a few minutes of the camp, you note that this camp, it's in a ruckus right now. There's a lot of arguing going about, and they're all in the center of the camp. Apparently, a large, brutish thug of a stone giant, you can hear everyone else yelling at, is named Zinderal, and the tribe is Valiskander. Zenderal. Alexander. Valiskander, yes. And the chief is in a massive argument with most of his tribe. They're very uh, distracted. They're all telling him that if he doesn't stop his brutish ways and stop beating the rest of the team up, uh, they plan on feeding him to Longtooth. Huh. So they're in a big argument right now you will be able to sneak by them with very little trouble. Okay. Yeah, let's go. So you sneak on by. You're going to have to sneak past A2F as well. Now, F is the Cranach tribe. They are very efficient. Clamp is clean. There's uh, tanning racks and butcher racks with uh, mammoth, auroch, and other large mammals. But the, the camp is nearly empty, except for a few of the giants. Now, uh, there are about a half dozen dire bears also in the camp as well. So stay away from the dire bears. But there's enough room up along the sides. So the team sneaks onto the eastern side of this valley, and they are approaching the sheer cliff of the mountaintop. The cave entrance is difficult to reach except from the air. The entrance is 450 feet up the side of a near vertical mountain face. Down below where you are, shattered skeletons of dozens of animals, wyverns, and even a few rocks, R-O-C-S's, litter the ground far below the cave entrance. A rock is a massive, huge, eagle-like bird. Speaking of rocks, you notice that as you were traveling, and now that the daylight is here, in the spire in the center, there are perched a couple of large birds, impossibly large birds on this spire in the center of, um, of the fortress itself. And so occasionally they'll, they'll take off and fly in circles around the fortress in patrols. Just a bit of information cool. for you. I believe that's called foreshadowing. Yeah, well, I believe that's called let's not fight those. Speaking of fights, onward to the dragon. And we walk up at a 90 degree angle. <laughs> well, one of you can do that. Yes. Can you travel 450 feet in less than a minute? I, I can totally do it. Really? Yes. The slippers of spider climb give me climb speed of 20 feet, and I can use them for up to 10 minutes per day. And in 10 rounds, you'd climb 400. You'd still be 50 feet short. Yes. I can activate a second charge of them. Ah, perfect. Well, and it lasts 10 minutes, No, right? one minute. It's minute uses. Or it's okay, minimum one you. minute per use. I can actually just add more as much as I want, up to ten. I usually right. do it as one minute increments, mm-hmm. but sometimes, you know, like in this case, I need more. So we'll just say right. two minutes total usage. Agreed. How much would a climb check be? A climb is one quarter your normal speed. No, no, I mean, what would the like check DC. be? Oh, what's the DC to check? Um, it Without yeah. a rope, this would be like a, it's a DC 15. I have 11. Plus 11? I could take a 10. I don't think you can take a 10 because of the chance of failure. Okay. A unknotted rope is also DC 15. 
but it would grant you a plus five bonus to the previous check. Do we have 450 <laughs> feet of rope? I, I don't though? know. Polar at least used to have a lot, but... Well, I had like 120 feet at the yes. highest. He always has cut that up to tie yeah, people up. Yeah. That's fascinating that you know so much about Oler, no. That was out of character. I've told him stories. Uh-huh. He used to hug people and tie them up with rope. <laughs> yep. That's pretty much all he did. What I was saying is maybe not Saris, because I'm going to burn through my arcane pool if I do this, but Reeton and Harper, I could cast Fly, cast it mm. on one of you because it's prepared, and then I could expend a point from my arcane pool to, well, it's actually three points, and I can give it to whoever I didn't give it to before. That'll give you guys 10 minutes of flight. I could activate my armor, yeah. which gives me five minutes of flight at 60 feet, which should still be plenty. Mm-hmm. It solves the problem, at least. Yeah, it would. All right, so the expeditious casting of the fly allows everyone to arrive at the top of the cave entrance. Thank you, Noel. Thanks, Noel. While we're going up, or some point, I would have hoped that Harper would heal me up to full, or at least close. Do we have cure light wounds, wands? We have 15 charges left on a Cure Moderate, and we have two charges on a Cure Light. After we get to the top, I'm going to pull out a potion, and that's a potion of bark skin. Okay, you drink it? I drink it. All right. Your skin begins to crust and harden, but still retain its pliancy. You go dark brown. Reeton, we need to get you some oil for your skin. And that's two armor bonus... Natural armor. And then it's 10 minutes per level. Yeah. First level spell? No, it's a second level spell. Yes. Third, 30. 30 minutes. Oh, cool. Okay. Yay. All right. Inside the cave, the cave is 50 feet in diameter. It's a simple affair. It goes 200 feet down and 50 feet wide. And you look, of course, it goes off into the darkness. Nobody can see that far. But at the far, far end, you can kind of see a reddish glow. What do you do? All right. When you say down, do you mean like a straight 200 vertical shaft? Uh, or like a no, it's down? 200 feet deep. Okay, so like into the mountain, 200 feet. Into the mountain, okay. yes. And it's 50 feet wide. Okay, got it. Okay. Terrifying because dragon breath attacks. Yes, breath attacks. Yeah. Fill the, it can easily fill this entire cavern. Yeah. Or the, the the length of it. How many know. boops do we have on that wand of invincibility? After our, it almost sounded like you said invincibility. Yeah, do we have that? <laughs> I have wish. That A ninth level spell, I believe. <laughs> we have twenty eight after our trek across the way. Well, I, if at all possible, I would like to at least get the sneak up on this thing. If we if we really are going to fight it, we we probably want to go in there and take it by surprise. Unless anybody has any uh, better ideas about not dying to fire. Uh, 24. 24. Okay, what kind of dragon is this? Some kind of red dragon. I, can't, I was thinking juvenile, but I can't actually remember. Yes. Yeah, that's it. it this is a juvenile red dragon. Mm-hmm. They have a, a number of special abilities. Juveniles are large enough to create a frightful presence, and they all have pyrotechnics as an ability. They can detect magic, they have smoke vision, and they are the fire subtype. Means weak to cold. Those are all things you just know about. Yes, they're weak to cold. Yes, I'll remember that. Okay, that's all I'm going to give you. If you would have rolled one higher. Yeah. Uh, I'll mention that to the party. Like, we honestly, we can't get too, too close. 
It's able to just tell where we are within 60 feet. It can see in the dark up to 120. Yeah. What if we're invisible? She says that dragons have a dark vision of 120 feet and a blind sense of 60. They see four times as well as human in dim light and twice as well in normal light. So we can get within 120 feet. Um, well, you can actually get within 80 feet in charge while invisible. Yeah. I also have a wand of resist energy, so that could at least give us a little bit of a boost against its attacks, but it will only do one type of energy at a time, so... Choose the red one. I must say, fire? Yes, it is a fire, it is a fire time dragon. <laughs> okay. We would have resist 10 against the energy type. And that would be the time to use it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really good. How many charges do we have? Yeah. So I figure we use up four charges, because this is a brand new one that I had bought. So it has 50 charges. Okay. So let's do that. And then if I get within 80 feet and I'm able to charge him, I could probably do a bit of damage before I die. All right, still standing outside on the little ledge of this cave. You're standing at the lip, let's say. Um, you're huddled together, whispering your tactics. The sounds of goddamn spells going off right at the door. Right, which you have to say in a normal voice. You can't whisper that. Butt touch. Butt touch, butt touch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just in that tone. Yep. Butt touch. Imagine an army of giants camping out in the wilderness <laughs> waiting to strike at the first dawn. And through the woods, they hear the echoes of butt touch, butt touch, butt touch, butt touch. It's not even whispered. Yes, we said in the regular voice. Echoing. Echoing. Oh, yes. Echoing. Yeah. What? What's that? What's that sound I hear? One of them's got to speak common. They know what's coming. <laughs> that just doesn't sound right. Next thing they know, four different people just become uninvisible with various things poking through them. You've been butt touched. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, so violated. I, I like the idea of getting outside of the range, 120 feet, and then me at 80 feet while invisible. And then um, starting it off with a charge. Yep, I like that. Uh, I have a question. Um, let's see, how long did it take to get up here? I would, let's see, it's 60 feet, 450 divided by 60. Uh, eight rounds, approximately. Mm hmm. You, let's yeah, call it eight right. rounds, and then you probably discussed another eight rounds worth of chatter. All right. We'll call it an even 20 rounds okay. with, like, buffing and everything, if that sounds good with you. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right. Noel floats nonchalantly next to y'all. Okay, so uh, how long did your flight on everyone else last? Mine's from my armor, so I still have three minutes. Okay. Everyone else still has seven minutes. Okay, so you guys can fly down here. So if you're going to, you know, charge in vis-a-vis -vis flight, mm -hmm. make sure to do it where you have the high ground. Yeah, that's probably the option I'm going to take is 120 feet and just charge right at this boy. I need to be within 110. That's okay. Move in. And... Well, that's the thing is these two are casters, and with this thing being weak to ice, I'm just going to use my longbow. I would really like uh, Noel to be in there. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go in there and poke it. Oh, true, true. Yeah. I can set my weapon to be cold, though. That's a no-brainer. I can set my weapon to be cold as well. I think we got this, guys. Harper, I suggest if you aren't casting spells, you do have those Dragon Bane arrows. So. Yeah. Or Magic Missile. So, Noel and I go in. I'm going to start it off with a charge. 
Do we want to do initiative or something? How do we want to play this out? Yeah. yeah, we'll get started with that. Go ahead and... And I'll, I'll be within 110 feet. That's your intentions. Okay. This yes. is all intentions. I want to make sure that we know that I'm invisible. Invisible. Okay, so Reed is invisible. Is anyone else invisible? I'm invisible. Saris doesn't need to Harper be. Harper and Reed are both invisible. Saris doesn't feel she needs to be. Null? I will be invisible. Invisible. Okay. Fucker. Okay, so, everybody listening, I rolled another natural 20 for a 24 on my initiative, when I could have used that on my first bow attack, which would have <laughs> given me the icy burst, and one-rounded this thing. I also got a natural 20 for my initiative. Oh, oh very nice, dude. Though. So, Null got a 20. For a 26. Sarah's got a 24, or 20 for a 24. Reeton got a 15, and Harper got an 18. So I'm going to imagine you guys want to wait until after I go in before you got like you're going to delay your turn. I mean, sending the barbarian in first sounds like a great idea. I mean, if you want to go, you should go in first because you actually have um, armor class. Yeah, but you're going to hurt it more. Maybe. If you do enough damage fast enough, then suddenly the problem's gone. That's true. I believe in you. Uh, Yeah, I don't. So I've set you in an order that I think that I've heard you kind of say yourselves in. Reeton is in front, followed by Null, then Saris, then Harper. You travel down 80 feet to where you expect this creature to be, but you can see that there's another additional 50-foot room. Kind of, it goes 200 feet and then an additional 50-foot larger room at the end. And the final 50 feet is uh, strewn with thousands and thousands of coins, most of it orange in color. And in the center of that coin pile, you see the red glow of the dragon itself, sleeping. You stop yourselves at what you expect to see is 120 feet, right? Yes. Yeah, 120. Yeah. I'm the only one that gets 10 feet closer due to bow range. Okay. And I am hardcore stealthing, and there are shadows nearby. It's dim, definitely dark in here. Then yes, I can hide in shadows. This creature, Longtooth, Apparently dozing away, unaware of your presence so far. Much to the chagrin of the DM. Mm-hmm. Uh. Rage, power attack. Uh, not giant, not a giant no. subtype, so no giant slayer. Hmm. Fuck it. Uh, reckless abandon. I'm going to use my headband of havoc for that. I just want to make sure I'm able to hit this thing. Yeah. Charging. I'm a charge. I'm a charge. By the by, my elements, I'm going to have cold for the major, and then for the lesser, I'm going to have electricity. Let's see what happens when I roll this. Oh. Does it have 39 AC? Not a 39. That hits. (laughs) So you scream forward, appearing out of nowhere, slashing down with your bastard sword, Nualia's bastard sword, and hack at it, hitting it easily. Okay, 1d6 for electricity of six, 1d6 of cold for one, and then 1d6 for the charge of five, and then the second charge of five. So I did, and the hit was 30 points of damage. So it's 30 plus 10, 46, 47 points of damage. 47 points, okay. That's a lot of damage. For one hit. The dragon yells out and screams in pain. No, not you. What's up? (laughs) I recognize your smell. Hey, man, you burnt up my village. Well, one of my villages. You burnt up a village that I like, and they gave me free beer. All right, Saris, the attack has been made. All right, I'm going to string up two plus one dragon bane arrows and sling them at them. 
Oh, pardon me. Null got skipped. I apologize. Uh, essentially, everybody waited until Reeton went, so go ahead. With his flying and with his charge, he's going to enact a swift action. Four more points of his arcane pool are going into turning in his Estic into a plus two Dragon Bane Frost getting Estic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're charging? Yep. That is a 19 for a 41 to threaten a crit. 41 to threaten a crit. Okay, that's successful. Does a 34 confirm a crit? It does. All right, so that's going to be 24 points of damage. You're not going to pull a card? Mm, Please. Okay, let's do it. Cards. All right. He talked me into it. Organ scramble. Whoa. Double damage and one d six con damage. Oh, that's good. Yes. Do you want to roll the one d six or should I? Oh no, you do. Okay. Ooh, max of six. Yes. Okay, so six points of con. That's gonna hurt him. Well, that's Good that's call. gonna drop a lot. Oh, it's also dragon bane and frost. Oh no. All right, so then we have to do the Dragon Bane, which is another 2d6, and then we do Frost, which is another 1d6. Okay. Okay. All right, so here's the skinny. It's going to be a maximum of 12 points of Bane damage, and then five points of Frost damage. Okay, the Frost damage is multiplied by one and a half times. Seven. So a total of now? 19 plus 24, which is 43. So a total of 43 points. And the con damage as well. Yeah, that's already applied. Okay, this is going down very, very quickly as you scramble its organs with your <laughs> S-Dog. This goes to both Longtooth and to Clinton. I told you I'd get you, you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. All right, Saris, you're up. Fingers crossed, please. Ah, oh, damn. Okay, hey. 27 hit on the first arrow, 26 to hit on the second, because these are dragon bait arrows. All right, that's hit. Okay, so on the first arrow, it is 14 regular damage. Four cold damage multiplied by 1.5 is six. So that'd be six. So that's 20 damage plus eight bane damage. Eight. And then the second. With the first arrow, the dragon falls unconscious. Well, what about the sneak attack damage? No, uh, I'm at 110 feet, dude. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Second arrow is already flying um, before the first one hits. So 13 damage plus three cold damage plus four bane damage. So that is another 20 damage. All right. Well, that kills old Longtooth outright. And I was looking forward to trying to intimidate him for information, too. (laughs) Well, that went way better than expected. Yes. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Harper's just like, okay. Yeah, he can't even start playing. (laughs) Well, guys, we have a fort now. A very shiny fort. Woohoo! And we have, oh, oh, look, experience points. Right. Yeah, they're all covered in organ juice. <laughs> dragon juice. All right, well, this CR11 dragon, which was taken out in the surprise round. <laughs> uh, 13 hit dice creature. Let's see. 12,800. Divided by four. 3,200 mm-hmm. each. All right. Cool. Now the loots, I'm sure. Is it a big loot? Six string, four string, banjo? What kind of loot? <laughs> <laughs> There's a carpet of coins covering the innermost section of Longtooth's cave, although most of these coins are copper pieces. It will take you hours to count all this up because they're right. literally in the hundreds of thousands of coins. Barbarian, do you know how to count? All right, so there's a lot of money for us to take out of here at some point. Any items that we can find? Yes. Several gemstones. There's a, f- a fine linen tapestry. 
it apparently depicts monks sparring in a courtyard. It's rolled up and leans against the wall. Ooh. You know, I bet someone would have liked that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bet. There's a bet. set of solid silver idols sitting on a ledge in the innermost wall. There's a number of them. Noel begins magical item detection dousing. There are nothing magical here. All right. Which is odd, but apparent. A water opal worth 1,000. A rich blue diamond worth 1,600. A black opal worth 8,000. Those are Longtooth's favorites set aside. And then there are 53 additional gems of various types worth a total of 3,500. Awesome. Sweet. I'm going to get a mouth installed, and then I'm going to get a grill installed. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Then here's the details on the f- tapestry. Uh, it weighs 50 pounds, not SO, and is worth 600 gold pieces. That tapestry really ties the room together, man. It really does. And this, finally, the silver set of solid silver idols. They're worth 600 gold pieces each. They depict a wyvern with a human rider. A human warrior trampling a demon underfoot, a centaur dressed in plate mail armor, and a leaping fish with a wide mouth filled with teeth. A sixth idol is in fact made of platinum. It depicts Runelord Karzug and is worth 5,000. Nice. I pick up my copy of Rise of the Runelords and I say, that, that guy. guy. Hey, I wonder, Noel, do you happen to know anything about this, what is it, Kaurzaurg? Sounds like a knowledge history rule. Although I've done it on the statues before and didn't know then. Let me access my databanks. They were heavily eroded, so let's maybe this try again. I got a 23 knowledge history. Nope, not enough. It's still fuzzy. That bit of data is corrupted. What about you, Saris? Do you, do you know anything more than this robot? Uh, 30? Yes, this is Rune Lord Karzug. Rune Lord of Greed and Lord of Zin Shalast. I repeat such to the party. Sounds like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the entirety of this horde of loot. After you spend hours and hours and hours, you count up the copper and silver and gold and platinum, and you find 360,055 copper, 23,145 silver, 3,403 gold, and 23 platinum. Guys, we're... Well, 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 A, we're over-encumbered. But we're rich. <laughs> we're rich. <laughs> we're, we're totally over-encumbered. We're going to leave this here for now. That's what we're going to do. And it was easy taking out a dragon. Chomps. That was too easy, actually. <laughs> well, he was just a baby dragon, right? Juvenile, but... Yeah. But he was lesson. large. Large. Yeah. Juvenile. Sorry we ruined your encounter, Clinton. It's all good. <laughs> I told you I was going to make you pay for that last encounter, Clinton. And I did. You're also making our audience pay because he has a storehouse of information that could have been oh, he gathered wasn't from share the team. It. With the successful intimidation check, of he, course. He actually had already ready to talk to you guys. I very, very highly doubt mm. that. <laughs> As you wish. I don't <laughs> doubt that, but I doubt that we would have made the proper checks. Yeah. The great thing was there was no checks necessary. Well, look, it was an evil thing. It was an evil villain in a campaign. It probably had a monologue. Yeah. <laughs> I think back to that devil. Oh, the pit fiend. <laughs> Fuck. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> don't know yeah, anything. You were dead for that, huh? Yeah, you were a little out of your head at the moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only Saris and uh, Harper would remember that right yeah. now. Oh, dear. <laughs> what this party's been through. I'm kind of 
sifting around some of these um, gold and platinum pieces that we haven't yet piled into recognizable stacks. And yes. I'm, what, what is this I'm looking at? Does that say the end of the episode? What does that mean? Is that the end of the episode that you I see? You do discover that in the bottom of the pile. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Ta-ta. Bye. The spell causes the instant diminution, diminu, fuck, diminunization. The instant shrinking (laughs) of a humanoid creature, having its length and width, and dividing its weight by eight.